She's recording a pre-roll, everybody. I have something super exciting and time-sensitive to tell you about. I have recently been given a full comp to a Drag King workshop at the Sweet Action Theater. It is Drag King Comedy, a workshop and competition show in the fierce vulnerability of male drag exclusively for women and non-binary performers. This is happening Friday, October 11th from 10 to 5, and then the next day, Saturday, October 12th from 10 to 5, and the Drag King show competition happens Saturday evening from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. The facilitator for this event looks absolutely fantastic. It is Deanna Fleischer, also known as Butt Kapinski. So if you're interested in taking this Drag King workshop for free, all you have to do is email me at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com and tell me your funny Drag King name. I'm going to put the names in a hat and we're going to pick them out and draw our winner. So once again, a huge thank you goes out to Sweet Action Theatre. They're located at 180 Shaw Street, Unit 106. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I am your host, as always, Erin Pym. And here at the Bedpost Podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into my studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. But before I get to my fantastic guest for today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my Patreon. Um, lovely, awesome things are happening over there. Uh, Basically, I put out a little solo mini episode of the podcast every other week. Uh, There are sexy fetish content videos happening. There is sexy uh, fetish content photo sets happening. Also, um, I'm an erotica writer. So what I've done is gone back into the archives when I used to be a professional erotica writer, and I'm recording audio erotica from these old stories of mine. So lots of fun content over at the Patreon. If you've been a listener of the podcast for the past almost 200 episodes at this point, oh my god, then, uh, you know, toss me a couple bucks for all this free, all the free content I've been giving you, guys, god, uh, <laughs> if you want to do that, you can do so at patreon.com slash show. Without further ado, I do have a fantastic guest here, I, a requested guest. Oh, requested? Yeah, requested um, by a good friend of mine, Kate Sloan, a.k.a. Girly Juice, uh, a.k.a. of the Dildorks fame. She was like, hey, I-, I wonder if you've heard of this improviser named Paul Bates. <laughs> I mean... I'm like, I I wish, I wish I hadn't. Uh, (laughs) It's only a matter of time before you do. (laughs) Hi, Paul. Hi. Thanks for having me on your podcast. It's my pleasure. It's, um, it's actually funny that I hadn't, I hadn't asked you yet because you've talked to me about the podcast before. Was that you fishing? Was that you dropping hints? You know, I think, (laughs) I, I think at some level, I think maybe. I think maybe it was. I don't know. There's a bit of like, 
I mean, everybody wants to be on everybody's podcast, but like right. there's a little bit of a, um, a validation or an affirmation, you know, to, to be on here, I think. And, and to be uh, a requested guest. I mean, a requested guest. Yeah. Not just by you, but by, you know, your friends and listeners. So Kate, <laughs> thanks. I talked to Kate about my show, Hookup. Your and, show, Hookup. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she wrote a really lovely piece on her blog. Yeah. And uh, she is a super great supporter of that show. Yeah. She comes a lot, eh? Yeah, she does. What's the show about? Okay. This show this is show. an improvised uh, play, basically, um, uh, where we talk to two single people in the audience, mm-hmm. and we uh, improvise a story of what it would look like if those two people hooked up. Cool. Um, and uh, that's basically it. It plays every Saturday, 9.30 at uh, Bad Dog Theater at uh, Bloor and Ossington. Um, it's, uh, uh, we try to make it as funny fun uh and kind of like inclusive as possible mm-hmm. uh and um yeah it's a really good time nice so come and check it out there's yeah. lots of there's no um yeah there's lots of sex that happens on it so that's really on brand for this podcast nice. yeah um and also we're kind of talking you and i pre-recording just mm-hmm. about like where we wanted to start with this conversation with you you know yeah and and you told me that you had kind of a resolution going into this year. Yeah. Tell me a bit about that. I decided, I can't remember at what point I decided, but it was definitely either the end of last year or the beginning of this one, that I was going to spend 2019 uh, uh, exploring sex positivity and what that means. Nice. Um, because I realized coming into this year that I was familiar with the term and didn't really have a strong Understanding? Uh, yeah, con- concept in my head of what it meant to be sex positive. And maybe mm-hmm. I still don't, but I'm exploring it. Um, you know how uh, you can grow up and sex might not be a well-discussed topic oh, in your yeah. family. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always think, I have to think about this. I was thinking about this recently. Maybe it's because I knew I was coming on your podcast, but yeah. I was thinking about sex education in my house. And... Uh, it was um, sitting uh, downstairs watching television with my brother, and my dad kind of like really like st- like quickly mar- marched in, came in, and stuck a tape in the VCR. Oh, and okay. uh, oh yeah, a, a VHS tape. VHS yes, tape. Yeah. I know. Yes, I'm dating myself. Uh, and uh, and just turned around and just went watch this, and then left as as quickly as he could. And we're like, okay. and. Uh, <laughs> and it was a sex ed movie and it wasn't I mean a good one from what I can tell like I don't remember learning anything Much. <laughs> the one thing I remember and I have looked for this on the internet I hope this isn't just a fabricated memory if anybody can find this please <laughs> let me know there was a video part of the show was John Ritter oh my god from Three's Company oh my god playing a guitar and singing a song called Everyone Has Breasts. Oh my God. That's the only thing yeah. I remembered and that's the only thing I learned. <laughs> that everyone has breasts? Everyone has breasts. That um, nice? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, definitely uh, like a good place to start in text sex positivity, <laughs> knowing that everyone has breasts. But there was a gap between then and now in terms of like what I feel... I know, and uh, so that was literally it. That, that was, was it. it. All you heard. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, like, I guess what I'm getting at is, like, um, uh, you know, sex. What sex has been like, you know, gets easily associated with shame. Yes, and, yes, yes. You know, uh, 
and I found at some points in my life it was a hu- it was a bigger source of anxiety than pleasure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I was kind of tired of uh, living in that mindset. So I thought I would just really try and um, not <laughs> explore what makes sex wondrous and fun and not. Uh, emotionally heightening <laughs> and vexing. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, this is a great conversation to have. And actually, I did just have kind of a similar conversation with, speaking of other uh, comedic type people, Josh Bowman. Oh, yeah. He does a podcast called Faith Deficit. Okay. So it's about like faith, faith philosophy um, and you know how we uh, how we cult- culturally uh, are dealing with faith and navigating our belief system and our philosophies in an ever more secular world, essentially. That so, sounds really interesting. Yeah, so we interviewed me in the context of sex positivity uh-huh. and sex sexuality and even sex work, and um, and we are talking a bit about my pro-doming work mm-hmm. as well. And same with me. Uh, my, main, my main thing was, like, I lost my virginity, even though virginity is a social construct, but I lost my quote-unquote virginity super young, and then was super, super shamed about it via, like, everyone at my school. And then the teachers knew. Mm -hmm. And I had, like, aunts and uncles that taught at my school. Mm -hmm. So they knew. So then my parents knew. So then, like, literally everyone in my fairly conservative Catholic upbringing Mm -hmm. was aware that... And I essentially was like the scarlet letter was put on me. Wow. I can't imagine. From very young. Yeah. 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 Um, And it took me forever to get over it. Paul, forever. Right. Yeah. I'm talking my 30s. I was like, oh, I I can like sex and not feel bad about it. Wow. Yeah. Which is why I started doing all this kind of bedpost stuff and uh, all the sex work adjacent stuff I've started doing like for the past you know seven six years i i that's like that's like a it's like opposite of my shame because like we're talking about the difference between an external shame and like an internal shame that you kind of built for yourself you know Mm -hmm. and uh and i think we both come from like some conservative leaning catholic uh upbringings yeah um and uh uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of just like, I'm reeling from that story because I just... Uh, hits you? <laughs> it hits you, you know? Yeah. Like, the, the thought of that is kind of shocking to me. And that and that's why, I and that's what drives me to do the work that I currently do, is because yeah. if I can save somebody from that, yeah, if I can have open and honest conversation around sex and sexuality, and like, just, just hope and pray that it gets to... A handful of people I'm happy with. Like, I'm not deluded. I don't think I'm going to change the world with my rinky-dinky podcast. But, like, if one youngish person is listening uh-huh. and feeling a little better about sex and about their body and about... Yeah. Yeah. Their whole... That whole experience, then, like, my work is done. Then, like, mic drop and <laughs> I'll, like, walk away. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. We are born sexual. Yeah. Which is a weird thing to say when... We talk about babies. Um, 
So, okay, so so this year then you're like, okay, hey, let's uh, try this sex positivity thing. Sex positive. So we began with, yeah. um, uh, it began with uh, podcasts. Yeah. I tuned into your podcast. I had already listened to your podcast, but I made a bigger effort to tune in more regularly. Yeah. Dildorks I listened to. Yeah. <sighs> Some other ones that I've just forgotten the name of. Um Oh well, you, you, you named the uh, two important ones anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Tildorks and Bedpost Podcast. Um, there are they are hard to come by. Like in a way, for the number of ones that are out there, it's kind of hard to find. It's strange that it's hard to find like the voices that you're looking for. In a way, I don't know mm-hmm. why. Uh, yeah, but... yeah. My favorite ones are Dildorks for sure. Off the Cuffs is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more kink based yeah. podcasts, like yeah. BDSM and kink based podcasts, yeah. but. They just have such, uh, yeah, such fantastic guests, and uh, yeah, it just exposes you to so much, and just gets you in that kind of normalizing mindset. Yeah. When you're hearing a lot of about all these different experiences, all these different people, all these different kinks, it's like, okay, yeah, it's great to get exposed to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think what I came away from was like, you know, getting my head deeper into the into the mindset that everything is okay yeah. uh, in a safe and sort of consensual uh, context, yeah. you know, in terms of what you like. Am I saying this right? No, yeah. And, yeah. and even just like exposing yourself to the language as well yeah. is very helpful. Like for somebody that's kind of on the beginning of their sex positive journey, it's yeah. like... To hear people talk about sex in a positive way, yeah. or at the very least as like a non-judgmental, shame-free, pleasure-based yeah. kind of conversations, yeah. it's just very helpful for you to kind of switch switch over from that shame mindset uh-huh. and that taboo mindset yeah. to being like, if you're, if you're openly exposed to honest conversation around sex and sexuality, mm-hmm. that changes your, your mindset. Yeah. It can change your mindset if you're open to it, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And then I think what I did next was start to try and like, um, maybe this sounds you know a little late in life, but I <laughs> I started to uh, I I realized that uh, when I started talking, when I started thinking about you know what people like, I realized I don't know if I've ever really made a very strong list of what I like. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think sex for me had become a real, you know, effort to please yep. as opposed to concentrating on your own pleasure and yeah. what you your own sexual identity. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. like pleasure mapping, kind of. Uh huh. Pleasure mapping is like you can do it. You can do it solo, but you know, typically it's with a partner that's kind of delivering like a sensation platter Mm -hmm. to you. So all kinds of different sensation all over your body with all different, you know, moods and tones and stuff like that. And just through that, finding out what clicks and what, what you like and, oh, maybe like that, but maybe if that was like also added to this, like it just gets your, your, Gets that mind-body connection happening. Yeah, that's cool. Like, we started doing um, something called Sense8. Uh, yeah. You know that? Yeah. yeah. Which, is, which sounds like the beginning of that, because it's just, it's sensation and touch. Yeah. Um, but adding stuff is cool, too. Yeah. Like, I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I so, so... Some sand. <laughs> sand? Sand. Yeah, yeah. You try it with yeah. sand. That's what I want yeah, yeah, you yeah. to do. <laughs> that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> fill your bed with sand, Paul. Yeah. Oh, get sand. Some, get some sand. <laughs> I'm going to start a podcast just called the Sandcast. Don't go to the light. beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go out no, where no, there no, is no. sand. Bring sand in here. Because I'm not talking about white sand. <laughs> I'm talking about that rough, grainy... Yeah, rocks. Granular. Just, yeah, a little just gravel. Just a bed of stones. Oh, boy. The gravel bed? Yeah. Oh, baby. We're talking... <laughs> now we're North talking... Eastern Ontario... <laughs> Quarry. <laughs> Sharp. <laughs> Jagged dip. Take a roll on some. <laughs> I mean, as funny as that is, that yeah. might actually be interesting. <laughs> yeah, sure. A gravel bed. Like, uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a trisexual. I'm yeah. I'm gonna try everything, right? Yes. So I'm like, even with talking about stupid, funny shit like that, I'm yeah. like, you know what? I bet I'm <laughs> I could get into it. Like, yeah. I could honestly get into almost anything. Yeah. Here's okay. Here's an idea I just had. I'm I'm, I'm breaking up our conversation, <laughs> but okay. I know you have like I know you you do the pro dom thing. Yeah. And it's in a specific place. It is the ritual chamber. The ritual chamber. Yeah. I think a cool thing to do would be the same sort of experience but in a foley room uh yeah. uh you know like like for you know sound sound rooms for movies with all the different boxes of uh-huh. like stuff like a big uh pit of styrofoam for when people were walking in the snow and stuff like that <laughs> and so make a really odd or like uh oral yes a-u-r-a-u-r-a-l <laughs> Sensual experience. Experience. So be like an ASMR uh, type, oh, type thing, yes. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm great. into it. Yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. Um, anyways, did that take us off track? No, not at all. Um, so anyway, I think that was my that was my that was the kind of the beginning of my year to try and try and map that or begin that. that so path. can I ask you then where you are now? What? How would you define sex positivity? Um, because it's a very subjective term. I've heard a, a hundred different definitions of what sex positivity means to people. Yeah, I I think it's. I mean, for me, you know, and I, I guess it's since it's a personal thing. It's you know, it's pleasure without shame, and it's yeah. uh, and I guess it's pleasure with empowerment and validation, uh, and you know, much better communication, not just. But, you know, with a focus on being assertive, I think, mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, putting your needs out there yeah. and giving your needs... Advocating uh, for yourself. Yeah, advocating for yourself. Uh, and I think the positivity is coming from, uh, you know, being able to advocate yourself for, uh, you know, to the end, you know, with the ends, with the goal in mind being, uh, you know, a really joyous, joyous experience with a partner. Mm-hmm. So advocating for yourself and also listening really well. Uh, yeah. Uh, Letting to, the other person do the same for yeah, themselves. Giving your partner space to advocate as well. Yes, um, and love then that. trying to find the, you know, the medium in between or trying to get everybody's, you know, boxes ticked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Needs um, met. Uh, I don't know. And I, I like, is that, I don't know. Like, again, I own, That's great. I love that. I love yeah. the concept that you're kind of hitting on uh, about holding space. Mm-hmm. Uh, for each other, mm-hmm. you know, how, how, however many people are involved in the scene or the experience, like yeah. holding space for each other to, yeah, to advocate for themselves and yeah. for you to do the same. Yeah. Just to hold like a safe space where you can both do that. Yeah. And you're both going to ideally, you know, 
help each other out for with whatever you need. Yeah. Whatever and, needs to get done. And I think now that I'm thinking about it, like a better understanding of self as well. Like uh like a very and I think this is a huge part of it is knowing about yourself. Yeah, it starts with you. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, even advocating, you know, you can't yeah. advocate until you actually know what you want. Yeah, so and do that self-work first. Yeah. And then you can bring that to a partner. Yeah. And be like, this is what I need. Yeah. But first you have to find out what you need or what you want or what feels good. It's so funny to get into a sexual situation and then be like, I don't know what I want, you know? Yeah, when somebody asks, yeah, when you have a lovely partner that asks, oh, oh what do you want, you know? And you, you don't know. It's like being at a blockbuster, I, I don't you know, know. <laughs> and it's just like... What are my options? I was just like, there's too many options. <laughs> uh, and, and then so you probably would just resort to, you know, the heteronormative script. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, this is what I've been told I'm supposed to like. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's the fallback, usually. Yeah. If you haven't done that self-work. Like, yeah, like, uh, like I think another byproduct of, of thinking about this and listening to these podcasts is kind of the notion of, am I going to, you know, am I going to go through life having been curious, but afraid to ask, mm-hmm. or am I going to just, you know, like find, try and find out what I like or don't like, you mm-hmm. know, because you'll get to a point where it's just like, oh yeah, I never did that. You yeah. Know? I, I never, regret, I regret not doing that. I never, I regret not just like investing in that bag of gravel and <laughs> bag of sharp gravel. Yeah. Just but, pouring it right into, get a waterbed, take out the oh, water. What a trick. Fill. <laughs> um, jump on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So we're actually filling, putting the gravel inside yeah, in that. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe this is an interesting, like, segue mm-hmm. into the topic of, you know, like, when we talk about heteronormative sex, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's been pretty, my, pretty much, you know, my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> That's my jam. That's my jam. Uh, oh, <laughs> my yeah. greatest hits. Oh boy, some good old fashioned penis centric intercourse now. Yeah, yeah, now. some <laughs> oh. uh, um, But you know, the other thing that I talked to you about before we started recording is like I, you know, uh, only when I started listening. Oh man, and now there's another uh, couple of podcasts that I, I now I'm completely blanking on. But there's somebody that you've guested on and who has guested on yours, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's a he's a person that uh, like is at the Aqua Lounge, uh, mm-hmm. a Oasis, lot. yeah, Oasis. I can't remember. His oh, podcast. intellectual erection. That's it. Yeah, Patrick. I listen to that. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So a lot of the times, like I hear the term um, uh, vanilla, and uh, I'm like, I think I'm vanilla, and, uh, and which is so, fine, which is fine, right? If you are, uh, uh, but it's often made me wonder where vanilla begins and ends. Uh, uh, what, you know, what is the range of heteronormative sex and I guess what is the step towards discovery outside of that? Right. Is that a weird question to ask? No, I think, again, terms that are very subjective, for sure, to, I'm sure, people who identify, who are like, oh, I'm pretty vanilla, they are, you know. That probably doesn't mean the same thing to every person. Right. For me, from my view, it's all a spectrum mm-hmm. for me. Like, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily want to, you know, call someone vanilla and put them in that box. Right. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's going to be limiting for them. Right. And, you know, self-identifying it as vanilla is a totally different thing. But, but also I'm like, okay, but for me, if we're talking kind of about sex positivity, it's like, okay, but maybe try to remain open-minded though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, you don't have to like everything mm-hmm. and no, you know, no, you don't have to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can handpick and, like, curate your sexuality. Yeah. You know? So take what you like from something and just do that. And that's fine. Yeah. So to me, it's a lot more fluid and flexible than vanilla and kinky or monogamous or polyamorous. Although that needs to happen, obviously, with consent. So Uh there do need to be decisions made. But even that is, like, a huge spectrum. Mm -hmm. And you can custom create your relationships. You can you know, curate your sex life as you like, Mm -hmm. right? So there aren't any, for me, how I think about it, there aren't any hard lines between, you know, vanilla and whatever else. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But also, yeah, again, like, if you identify as vanilla, like, that's not a bad thing. If we've ever said vanilla on the podcast, like, vanilla's a great flavor. <laughs> vanilla's wonderful. Vanilla's a great flavor. Once uh, my wife shamed me based on my ice cream choice. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was because I got... Pralines? Uh, yeah. I love pralines! Pralines and cream. Matt hates pralines and cream. I was like, I'm I gonna, love it. I was, we were down in Florida, and I was like, I'm going to have a pralines and cream. And she was like, okay, old man. <laughs> Matt's a so anytime, yeah, so I can't, like, buy a tub of ice cream that's pralines, because Matt hates it, and he won't have any, but, like, if we're ever out getting an ice cream cone, I'll get pralines, because yeah, it's just yeah. mine to have, right? So I'm yeah. like, fuck you, I'm getting pralines and cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's great advice, and, uh, and I don't think, and I don't mean to say I've ever felt like othered or, or you right. know, anything by, by your podcast. Um, but what do you, what do you think when you've heard people, like, on podcasts and whatnot say vanilla, and, like, what do you, what did you think about it? What did you think it meant? There was, well, I guess, it, I guess it meant, you know, I was like, oh, they're talking about me. So maybe I did feel others. Um, <laughs> They're uh, talking about me. They're talking me. about me. They've seen that's, me that's have me. sex. Um, <laughs> I feel like people are going to come away from this podcast thinking, wow, Bates is basic as fuck. But don't worry. I can be a good sexual experience. I don't want you guys to feel sorry for my wife. Um, all right. You're doing, you're doing great, Paul. Yeah, thank you. Uh uh, I, I, it wasn't so much, uh, vanilla, but it did make, it did make the other side of vanilla mm-hmm. feel like a, a world mm. that I don't, uh, Over there. go yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I won't say don't belong in cause I don't think that's true, but, um, but a world that I've always considered is like, is a, a far away place mm-hmm. that I'll never be. And mm-hmm. that was another thing that kind of gave me pause to think. Because it's like, that's an interesting, like, why why look at that that way? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I tried to start, like, going through and listening to all the different topics and, and try to decide what might be and what might not be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So anyways, that's, I guess, part of my journey still, is just trying to keep myself open to stuff. And I can't yeah. say I've moved very far beyond, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to... 
I'm trying to shorten the distance between those worlds. Very like, good, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in terms of, like, as you say, so that even if something is not for me, there's not a gap that's caused by, you know, fear or... Or you. Pardon me? You. Or you. Gross. Or, or, um, or other, or, you know, mm-hmm. like... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like I'm trying to keep it all on the the same normative plane. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like like not for me, you know, not for me, but good for that person. Right. You know. Yeah. One, one thing that I shouldn't feel intimidated by that or fearful of that. Like they're not trying to convert me to whatever. Yeah, and and also their experience is. No, I shouldn't feel threatened by that. Yeah, yeah, and all and their experience and their likes and dislikes are no more or less normal than mine. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and so. And no more authentic, mm-hmm. you know, and healthy and. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Than, than your own. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to. Uh, that's what I'm trying to view the kind of like the world in terms of you know sexual relationships now. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I was, you know, either inwardly or actively against behavior, any kind of behavior. It was just a, it was, it just felt like far off different places, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. um, that made me feel kind of like cut off in a way. Yes. Yeah. Limited. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, one thing that we learn, uh, when we do hookup is because we like, we talk to people, we try and find out about people's likes and dislikes Mm -hmm. and, you know, turn ons and turn offs and stuff like that. And it's just like, there's rarely different, there's rarely the same answer. Yeah. You know, uh, it, 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 with the exception of what do you look for in a romantic partner, they always say funny. Um, yeah, they're at an improv just, show, yeah, so improv. <laughs> they like funny people. Um, but the notion of like what people might be or not might be into or not into is so far ranging and different. And yeah, it reminds you as a comedian that you can't make you know you can't really you're not really in a position anywhere to make fun of that shit mm-hmm. um, because everybody's as ever like everybody's you know turn-ons are equally valid yes yeah yeah i think that's a great place to take a break paul bates oh great i'm gonna have some tea <laughs> You're like, my tea's getting cold okay let's have some lovely word from our sponsor then when we come back we actually have a fun surprise for paul uh, yes <laughs> so we'll see you back in a few with actor director comedian improviser paul bates Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. 
ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Alrighty, so we are back here at the Bedpost Podcast with Paul Bates. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Still here, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, I have a little box of goodies for you. This oh. is kind of to um, get people interested in this new YouTube series that we're doing. It's called Bedpost Product Reviews. Uh-huh. And it's something you might be interested in, Pauls, because I, I review fun sex toys with funny people. That's great. So, essentially, I've been like giving a bunch of Toronto comedians sex toys to try out, and then they come on the podcast to talk about them with me. Oh. So, I have right. a couple here in a box just for you to like look at today and maybe just... Uh, you know, wonder out loud what they could possibly be for or what they might be like. Great. This is great. I was hoping this would happen, and now it's happening. I'm doing this. I'm opening the box right now. And I'm going to describe what I see. Great. All right. Yeah, let's First start with that one. Is kind of a, like, a, it could be a belt buckle, but it's got uh, a metal ring. Metal ring, yeah. Uh, Fastened to a leather harness. Yeah. Um, harness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So harness, you say. <laughs> Where could that harness go? Do you think? Uh, well, I mean, it looks like it could go a myriad places. The ankles, <laughs> the wrists. Oh, I'm gonna say maybe a neck. Is this a leash? Is this like a choker or? Uh... No, but okay. All right. That's that's actually a good guess. Yeah. But but what you're doing with your hand there oh. uh, might give you an idea. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about that? Just holding it like this? Yeah, and make now, a make a fist. And for the listener, I've got it. I've got the ring now on my knuckles. <laughs> like a like super... it's some sort of melee weapon. <laughs> uh, and uh, and what and what might be happening on this end with the metal ring? What could go in there, perhaps? Well, I'm you know I I. I, I don't know. <laughs> What this is, okay. This is by Unicorn Collaborators. Yeah. They're lovely leather makers here in Toronto. Uh-huh. Um, you put a dildo on the end of it. Oh, cool. Some sort of strap compatible dildo. So it's essentially giving just you a handle uh, on the end of your dildos. So I've made a fist. Yes. Yeah, so it's called and it's called <laughs> yes. the knuckle fucker. Oh, yes, fantastic. it is. So you put yeah, a dildo yeah. on your knuckles and you've got a little yeah. leather strap to hang on to. So your dildo now has a handle. And you give it a little. A little thrusting, a little punching yeah, yeah, action. A little punch. <laughs> a little yeah, punching yeah, yeah. action. That's great. Yeah, isn't that nice? You know, this is like as a side on a on a side note. Yeah. Um, you know how Facebook uh, comes up with the ads, and you're like, "What the fuck <laughs> have I been looking at?" Well, uh, I got. Uh, I wish I saved a screen grab of this. <laughs> it was. Um, uh, it was a series of glittery panties <laughs> with a with a slit open oh. and also a dildo attached <laughs> right above perfect and i was like what have i been searching and then if you scroll like they had a lot of different products yeah this is the, probably wish the best thing was that along with these panties <laughs> there was a mask you can put on your cat 
And it's like, you know what your cancer was? I don't know what it was for. You know what your cancer was? Yeah, yeah you, so you're envisioning a narrative between, <laughs> between all these yeah. products. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what is the scene here? Yeah, we, yeah. Got, a, we got a cat mask and we got... Uh, obviously this is... Obviously this is all, all related. Together, all, related. all related. This is a combo. This is a package. <laughs> All right, this is great. Thank you for uh, broadening my perspective. Oh, I yes. wouldn't have guessed. And uh, Kaya Green, uh, lovely Toronto comedian Kaya Green, is going to review this. Oh, great. Yeah, so I got one and they've All got right. one. Good. All right. uh, okay, what do we got next there? This is called the Adore You Glam. Adore You Glam. Yeah, it's very it's very mysterious. Yeah, you yeah. can open it up. Yes, of course. I'm opening it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking it out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so what we have here are a couple of balls. <laughs> well-weighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're weighted balls. Yeah. 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 I play a lot of board games and this reminds me of some a really good set of dice. <laughs> uh, there's a little a little holder part like it's attached to a little thing that you could put your finger through easily. Yeah, a little loop there. A yeah. Little loop. A string in a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say, oh, okay, I'm gonna make a guess. Yes, please do. Anal beads. Oh. You're very close. Vaginal beads. Vaginal beads. Because you don't want your anal beads this big. And why else do you think you wouldn't want to put that in your butt? Um, because. Because of that might break. That might break. Yeah. And also that just might get sucked all the way in there. I am getting educated. Because there's not a stopper to okay. stop it from being sucked all the way in. All right. Okay. So don't put anything in your butt that doesn't have a stopper, a flared base of some sort, a wide base. Put those in your butt. They're going to be lost. My However, head. in vaginal beads... You can come back in and get oh, them. Oh, you can get back anytime. Go back in, get them. Just just bear, bear down a little bit. They'll pair and they'll come right up. So those are Kegel balls. Kegel balls. Kegel balls. They look great. Don't they? Yeah. They look like a lot of fun. There's a texture to them. There's yeah. a little swirly texture. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's meant to replicate uh, any sensation, but uh, it looks like it's, uh, again... Uh, a great experience for inside your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, they're to strengthen your PVC muscles. So okay. what you're doing is going to insert those vaginally. They're kind of heavy, right? Yeah. So you're going to insert them vaginally, and you're going to have to be clenching your Kegels to hold them in. Otherwise, they're going to fall right oh, out. I see. So gravity. is this more for exercise than pleasure? Uh, it can be both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some people right. find it pleasurable. Some people are just... Um, so if you like pee a little bit when you laugh, that happens if you've had a vaginal birth. Uh-huh. Um, for whatever reason... Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, you might want to strengthen those PVC muscles, your pelvic floor muscles. Oh, great. That's going to help you with that. Okay, Exercise cool. tool. I haven't chosen the Toronto comedian that will uh, try these out for me, but we got two lo two lovely pairs, one for me, one for them. Yeah, great. Well, to try I, those out. I wish I could help. <laughs> I wish I could help with that. I'd put them up my ass, but I'll never get them out <laughs> No, again. never. No. Now that so, I know. I felt, I, you know. This is a good segue to the next toy, actually. Okay, great. Now. Now, what do we got here? Well, it's Lovecraftian. <laughs> yes! Uh, it is a squid, uh -huh. for sure. Yeah, we got a squid. Oh my gosh! And it is actually called Lovecrafters, Lovecrafters Toys. Toys. Yeah. So, the theme is tight. We have a squid. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Eight legs. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lovely little cephalopod. Kind really. of like, it's rubbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily yeah. something... My kid would play with, I think. <laughs> it is cute. Yeah, very it's, cute. It's a nice little toy, just in general. Now, 
this does have the shape of something that you could put in your butt. Very and, good. And not worry about it getting sucked in. Yes. Like an octopus. <laughs> Just fitting wherever it wants to. This has a clear stopper. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is a... Butt plug! Butt plug! All right. Hell yeah! I saw a butt plug on your Instagram page, mm -hmm. if that if that still exists, if you haven't been taken down. <laughs> it gets deleted often. Which is ridiculous. I know. Um, and uh, a friend of mine really loves butt plugs. Mm -hmm. And he keeps encouraging me to get a butt plug. Yeah! And, uh, and I'm like... Oh, you mean like this? And I brought up this wooden number that you had. Uh -huh. And he was like, absolutely not. <laughs> it's too big. It's, it's really, yeah. it's a custom piece that yeah, yeah. I gave him the measurements. Uh -huh. He made it for me. Yeah. It's way too big. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> it's 100% my fault. Oh my God. Yeah, because up to then... Like, I'm not too well-versed in the butt plug world, and uh, I hadn't seen one before, so I just assumed that that wooden number was your standard butt plug, and I was just like, I don't know. I guess. I guess I can keep that world, some, keep some distance between me and that world for now. But now that I know that it's more like the size of a, the head of a small cephalopod. Yeah, exactly. Now you know. It, it's the size yeah. of a squid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's immediately some fun role play. Like, it would be impossible to not imagine this squid being trapped in my butt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's part of the whole experience. I mean, <laughs> it can be. It's whatever you want it to be. Why is it there? What's the narrative, you know? Yeah, yeah, How to yeah. get stuck there? Oh, man. Who is here to retrieve it? Oh, good. all good questions. You know? Yeah. That will inform your character. Oh, man. A tiny, <laughs> a tiny submersible. Is there to retrieve it? I love a good med fet scene. I oh, love yeah. a good doctor patient scene. Oh, of course. You know. Yeah. So if I was some sort of uh, um, some sort of aquarium medical official that mm -hmm. had to go retrieve that from someone's butt, <laughs> I mean, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay, great. I I keep looking at it. It's intoxicating, it isn't is. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just is so cool to look at. It is. It's a good one. It's a good one. So this is Lovecrafters. Lovecrafters love toys. Yeah. Yes. Great. Well, this is Done. great. Yeah, wonderful. Love it. All right. Who and is, these are. Does anyone have any? Is somebody going to try this out for you? Um, I'm thinking uh, because a lot of the toys are for AFAB people, so I finally got a butt plug. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, let's let's get a guy. Let's. I'm thinking like a Tom Hearn or. Oh. A, or a um, Nikki Nasrella, yeah. a Ben Sosa Wright. I have a question about this. There's sure. no chance that this affixes to the wall by any chance, is it? That one, no. Okay. However, you can get lots of suction cup. I do have a friend who really enjoys his suction The cup. suction cupping in the yeah, shower, yeah, yeah. the wall of the shower, yeah. or... Or just, you know... Whatever. Just the, the living room. The foyer, yeah. <laughs> just a quick lean... Before I have a condo building. That was fun. The, <laughs> thank you for doing that, Paul. I feel like this is a YouTube channel in and of itself. Is <laughs> yeah, you just... Unboxing <laughs> sex toys. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. I'm so into it. I love it. So, okay. we've So we've talked a bit about um, vanilla kinky. Is, is there anything... Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, so you've been listening to a lot of podcasts and whatnot, is there anything 
kink-wise that seems kind of interesting to you that you might like to try in the future? Uh, well, I do think about, uh, like, and, you know, and, and we talk about the spectrum, the spectrum of dom-subbing. Right, yeah. Uh, that's kind of, like, that's kind of interesting to me, you know. And I think, you know, when I think about, like, I listen to your podcast and I kind of, I, you know, you, you when we talk about, like, pro-doming, like, again, it sounds like one of those faraway places. Right. Uh, but but it is a fluid spectrum, and I'm trying to figure out where on the spectrum is you might be. a comfortable place. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Um, and, uh, and, of course, you know, that also goes hand in hand with what, you know, like... My like uh, what my partner feels as well. Of course, yes. Um, so uh, so yeah, I do think about that, and I don't. You know, kink is is again like a world that that I'm not a hundred percent sure I live in, but it's still a thing I want to know more about. Sure, you know, I find myself curious about it. Yeah, yeah, and so I think yeah, I guess uh, I guess that would be uh, uh, an area that I would explore. Uh, even in terms of just finding more out. I was even having a conversation with my wife about, like, kind of like, not pitching polyamory, because it's a difficult <laughs> here's my Here's my pitch. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out, babe. <laughs> we all have a lot of partners. Um, uh, but, uh, but, but again, it's just an interesting kind of like... Conversation for me. It's an interesting conversation, and I think about you know what does that world look like, and what you know when I hear about the. I've had conversations with someone from the poly community, and it's just like I I'm just really I'm I don't so much want to turn my relationship into that or open my relationship to that, but I mm -hmm. want to know more about. Uh, the dynamics of how something like that works. Yeah, because it can look it can look a lot of different ways. Another thing where I was saying you can like custom create. Yeah, you can pick and choose what you like and what you don't like, what makes you uncomfortable, what you're fully fine with, mm -hmm. and you can kind of pick and choose and do those things. Yeah. So another thing that's like on a really big spectrum, it doesn't have to be like monogamous to the point of like don't talk to other men. Right. Or polyamorous where you can fuck anyone all the time mm -hmm. and there's no limits boundaries <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatsoever like mm -hmm. it's a complete free-for-all or it's absolutely nothing mm -hmm. like that's very black and white and that's not how how life is right Right. yeah and that's how not how a lot of polyamory works like some folks have dynamics that are completely open and they literally just do what the fuck ever mm -hmm. But more often than not, they're not like that at all. There are a lot of rules and boundaries surrounding oh, their polyamory. I would assume that there has to be, like, yeah. you know, to keep everyone happy. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it can be, yeah, it can be difficult. Mm -hmm. and, and you're going to be navigating a lot of feelings. Yes. Yeah, and the more people are involved, the more feelings oh. that need to be talked about. If you're going to do it healthfully, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the hardest part. Oh, you're telling me, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Managing feelings is Man so hard. Oh, talking about relationships. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for yeah, some people are thinking that it's just like, oh, um, you know, you must be having so much sex. And it's like, no, the reality of it is like, you must be talking about the relationship 
constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like that than the other. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the relationship doesn't go away. No. Instead, it's compounded and multiplied. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we have it pretty easygoing. Like, Matt has a, a partner he's been with forever, mm-hmm. and, like, my stuff usually isn't that emotionally involved. So mm-hmm. our, dynamic, our dyna- dynamic isn't that complicated, and we don't need to talk about it all the time, but... Mm-hmm. We've had times where, oh man, it's been very emotionally charged. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it can be in it, it can be easy and it can be very hard, depending. You know, and you know, to bring that back to a heteronormative cisgendered related because that's what it always has to be brought back to. Right? Sorry, you to keep break this trying to. to you. I, I, you this keep is where trying it always to. comes back to. Uh, it's you know, it is it is honestly at times hard enough to to have that conversation with a one on one partner Ooh, and yeah, uh yeah, and, it's, yeah. and that is not anybody's fault it's just you know it's just breaking down those walls of feeling you know uh, what's you know uh of what am i trying to say not so much breaking down walls but a being able able to have those conversations uh in an open way without those feelings coming in and muddying the waters mm-hmm. you know yeah Trying yeah. to talk in a neutral manner, you know? Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why that difficult. can be so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, Any conversation around, you know, your feelings and around the relationship, we're afraid mm-hmm. to rock the boat, right? Mm-hmm. We're afraid to hurt our partner. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to upset our partner. You know what I mean? And, you, and it's, you know, much easier to just not to just not talk about any of it and just go along and go through the motions day to day. Yeah. But, you know, then then it can be very easy to go into a place where you become resentful because you're wanting things and you're not talking about what you're wanting. And it can be harmful and hurtful because maybe they're doing things that are hurting you and you're not saying that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and back and forth. And, and maybe you're feeling... Um, unsatisfied because you want things and they're not doing them, but you won't tell them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, yeah, yeah, it it can, the, the positives and negatives are clear. Yes. (laughs) About talking about this type of stuff, but it's fucking hard. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but but great rewards. That's why it's hard. You can't do, you can't have, you know, great stuff without, it being a little difficult. For sure. Yeah, you gotta earn it a little bit. Yes, of course. <laughs> Talk. That's our message for whoever the young person is that we're going to change today. Talk and ask questions. And don't put anything in your butt that doesn't have a flared base. That's right. Look for eight legs. <laughs> yeah, it needs to have eight tentacles on it uh-huh. before you can put it in your butt safely. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Can you use what a squid actually? A squid shouldn't be. You actually, know, no. um, if that hasn't been clear, um, yeah. yeah, probably not to, a real thing to do with a real squid. Because those things will wriggle. <laughs> those things will yeah. move around. To the darkest place for safety. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I'd like to ask you one final thing, yeah. if you don't mind. Okay. So, where do you see yourself going, you know? say, for the rest of the year with this kind of journey that you're on? Mm. What are you hoping for yourself? I'm I'm simply hoping for, uh, you know, just a lot of uh, joy and ease 
and comfort uh, uh, in my sex life, which, you know, uh, to be fair, I've had. I'm lucky that I've got it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but a continual open mind and, um, uh, and sort of forward-thinking attitude, uh, uh, an adventurous attitude, uh, even if that, even if, like, you know, nothing tangibly changes, I want that attitude to stay there and be there, um, you know, the same way it needs to be in every aspect of my life. Uh, so that's, uh, so it's, you know, so when I, when I, when I think about this again with sex positivity, it just, it's just coming back to my personal attitude Mm -hmm. and my personal comfort, uh, uh, and sense of adventure, uh, in with, you know, when it comes to, you know, my own body and my own pleasure. That's amazing. I love how you, I I kind of set you up to say that there's an end goal in mind. Um, And I love how you didn't bite on that. Mm. Right. (laughs) Because it's, because it's a journey and it's not like any one of us, you know, in my perspective, any one of us can say, I am sex positive. End of story. I have, you know, achievement unlocked. Like it's, it's an ongoing journey. But if we're talking about an end goal, it's me on my hands and knees <laughs> on a bed of North Ontario gravel. <laughs> that would be nasty. Kneeling on sharp. That's like, I've had someone kneel. I've kneeled in rice before. Uncooked oh, rice. Boy. Oh, Oof, yeah. yeah. Imagine just rocks. <laughs> that's no fun. But that's life in Northern Ontario. <laughs> No, I love that. What a great answer. Oh, yeah. thank you. And, and that's such a great thing to remind people, too. It's like, okay, just like trying to become more open-minded about sex and sexuality doesn't mean that your life has to, like, radically change, that your sex life has to suddenly, you have, need to be whips and chains in the bedroom. Like, that's not what it means at all. It's just like... It's joy. It's yeah. like, why else do it? And, you know, like for, you know, then for pleasure and comfort and connectivity. And, um, and there are so often little things that get built in to your psyche to, uh, that are other reasons to do it. Like, you know, prove something to yourself or right. prove something to somebody else, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, uh, and the more I can focus on just uh, the simple joy and pleasure of it, I think the happier... Uh, uh, I'll be coming through the end of the year. Yeah, and the and the rest of those things, those thoughts that aren't serving you, mm-hmm. like things that we've been taught when we were young mm-hmm. about shame mm-hmm. and about, you know, especially I'm sure with being a man, having to prove yourself, having to perform in a certain way, mm-hmm. like those things, those things that aren't serving us, like why are why do we still have those things in our head if they're not helping us right you know yeah to have happy healthy sex lives get rid of that shit and focus on pleasure mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. ah, ah paul okay um maybe you have some things to plug maybe let's mention hookup again and and anything else you would like to throw out there for the peoples hookup happens uh saturday nights at nine thirty. it is a super fun show it sells out often so buy tickets online at baddogtheater.com uh, I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an improvised science fiction radio play, and it's called Illusionoid. I do it with Nug Nargang and Lee Smart. 
um, to uh, two guys that I've, I've known on the improv scene for a long time. It's uh, super silly and super dumb, uh, so check it out. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I don't think there's anything else. Uh, Social media handles do you oh, want to uh, tell people? At BatesBot9000. <laughs> that's my Instagram and my Twitter. Um, and, uh, that's it. I'm not on Snapchat. Uh, I don't like Facebook, but I'm still on it. Many vids? <laughs> no. Sorry, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't have a Venmo, so sorry, everybody. You can't send me money. Okay, amazing. <laughs> so, okay, for Post, you know, we got the stage show as well. That happens the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theater. You can follow Bedpost socials. Facebook is Bedpost Erotica. Instagram, the new one uh, that I've created since getting deleted, is the Bedpost Podcast. You can email me at thebedpostsexual at gmail.com. YouTube channel with all those fun sex toy reviews from comedians. We are the Bedpost Sex Show on YouTube. And, uh, you know, if you want to follow my pro-doming stuff too, I'm at theladypim1 both on Instagram and Twitter. And last but not least, I have a lovely friend, Stephanie Copeland, who does all the original music uh, for the Bedpost podcast. So thanks so much, Stephanie. You can see all her work uh, at stephcopelandmusic.com. And lastly, one huge thank you to Paul Bates. Thank you. It's so much fun talking on your podcast. Thanks so much, Paul. Everyone has breasts. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.